0: The rant is coming yes. <laughs> I was saving it the for The train Birdie. is pulling into the station
1: No it's a save for Birdie <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Alright no, Tune in next week when we yes, rant Birdie. Endlessly about Fallout 76
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Starting with Why can't I reach the gopher Thread
2: Raiders
0: Hello Thread Raiders Thread Raiders Thread Raiders Thread Raiders Thread Raiders Thread Raiders, Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
1: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
2: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Raiders. Thread Raiders.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Thread Raiders podcast. What started as a small uprising on Twitter has turned into a movement to spread goodwill among all creators, with the occasional side quest for umbrellas and... Those special pliers that you use to fix umbrellas. <laughs> My name is Fenwald Griswick.
1: And I'm Chaotic Anarchy.
0: And I am the Kilted sea Lord, TK. Uh, we are without a guest this week, so we're going to have a regular show. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, CA's Community Update. Woo-hoo. After that, we're going to talk to uh, TK and find out if he's found uh, any interesting tabletop games this week. Yeah. We're going to follow that up with Tea Time, our quiz show. And then end it off with what's in the box.
2: What's in the, the box? box?
0: <laughs> For those of you who are wondering, it's actually written into their contract that they have to say what's in the box after <laughs> I say what's in the box.
1: <laughs> I can't not do it now.
0: <laughs> this is a podcast in the round.
3: <laughs> I do that whenever somebody says it at work now. We'll get a package. What's in the box? I instinctively do that now.
0: I would love to see CA watch the movie Seven. And just repeat over and over again, what's in the box, what's in
3: the box? <laughs> 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 I watched that the other day. It held up after all these years, surprisingly.
2: <laughs>
3: it does. Yeah. It's
1: a good movie.
0: One of the greatest opening credit sequences in history. <laughs> it's Community, Community Update. That's me. There's a note in the show notes that says new sponsor.
1: Yes. What? Community Update. <laughs> you have to call me. I'm waiting for my turn. It's me. Hello. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: community
1: update. <laughs> <laughs>
3: CA's like super excited. <laughs>
1: yeah, I am. Oh my goodness. So All
0: right, CA. What's happening in the community?
1: Thanks, Grizz. <laughs> I'd like to start off by saying welcome to RPG Kitchen, who has now joined the Thread Raider world as a sponsor.
2: Yay. Yay. Hey.
1: RPG Kitchen and I have followed each other since the beginning of time in the Twitterverse, (laughs) and I'm really looking forward to helping each other out achieve our goals through our sponsorship. For those who don't know RPG Kitchen, they are currently working towards becoming a nonprofit themselves, just as we are at Thread Raiders. All
0: right, now wait a minute. Are they a kitchen in which you play RPGs, or are they an RPG which takes place in a kitchen?
1: I guess you could look at it both ways, but let's not anger the viewers of the podcast <laughs> anymore. We're gonna we're
3: gonna put a poll up on Twitter. Um, we're gonna ask RPG Kitchen. Make sure you
0: include both or neither yes. underneath.
3: <laughs> see what they think, and then see what the viewers think.
1: Mm, poll time! Everyone loves a good poll. For those who don't know, RPG Kitchen—they are currently working towards becoming. Oh, I already said that. Oh my God! Can you cut that out? Sure. <laughs> Oh, my God. You should be proud, Grizz. I wrote this down.
0: You can start again. (laughs) Start again.
1: No. But what about all the funny things you said? (laughs) No. Oh. Grizz did the song. Fine. I'll start (laughs) over again. Whatever. I'd like to start off by saying welcome to RPG Kitchen. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Who has now joined the Thread Raider world as a sponsor.
0: Now, are they an RPG that takes place in a kitchen? (laughs) Or uh, are they a kitchen in which you play RPGs?
1: Griswix, I don't think we should go there because right now you have fallen from grace in the Red Raider podcast world. I don't think we want to anger people. We're, we're I th- think,
0: think we poll. need a poll. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna ask <laughs>
3: kitchen a then we're going to have a special option for Poon. But Poon, tell us what you think. Mm, everyone
1: loves a good poll.
0: <laughs> Since the last poll was only for residents of Iowa, this poll will be for everybody else.
3: Oh. Unless you play RPGs in your kitchen, and then unfortunately, you're not our demo audience. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> RPG Kitchen and I have followed each other since the beginning of time in the Twitterverse, and we're really looking forward to helping each other out achieve our goals through our sponsorship. For nice. those who don't know RPG Kitchen, they are currently working towards becoming a nonprofit themselves, just as we are at Raiders. Currently, they are raising money for Action Against Hunger, which is a global humanitarian organization that aims to enable communities to be free from hunger. In the past year alone, they served over $20 in nearly 50 countries. So to help raise money for this good cause, RPG Kitchen has started a Patreon with an RPG library for everyone. Your monthly Patreon can help in a multitude of ways. Part of your Patreon funding goes towards Action Against Hunger, another portion to the creators who have helped make the rpg library possible and lastly the remaining goes to running the website and helping rpg kitchen achieve their goal of becoming a nonprofit you're probably wondering what an rpg library is and depending on the tier whether it be a dollar 3 9 or 15 this will give you access to a part of the pdf library which is filled with all kinds of rpg goodness such as new classes short scenarios add-on modules for your rpg games And you can also gain access to RPG games that have been created from some amazing creators in our RPG community, such as Death by Mage, Axe Bane Games, and Spilled Ale Studios. If you're interested in taking a look at the Patreon or their website, we'll leave links with this podcast episode so you can check it out. Make sure you sign up for their free newsletter while you're there. And if you're interested in being a creator or a sponsor for RPG Kitchen, give them a DM. They would really appreciate the support and look forward to supporting those who are interested in return.
0: Is the RPG library next to the RPG kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> it's down the hall a bit. You got to take a left past your RPG foyer. I feel like they're like
1: the RPG cookbook library of the kitchen. <laughs>
0: it's above the RPG den.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> well, there's those little silver sort of bells on the table. I don't know what they do, but I'm assuming that's how you get something from the RPG kitchen.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: All right, TK, what's happening in gaming? So many things.
3: Uh. <laughs> really? Oh my! Yeah. Tell us more. So. Do
0: you want to do news? <laughs>
3: mm. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Community news. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> what, what was it? Monday. Uh, Monday was April Fool's Day.
0: Yes, that's correct.
3: Which I, I hate that holiday. It's not really a holiday. It's, I hate trolls. So someone put out a... <laughs> oh, that's a great. We're going to cover this thing. topic. This
1: is amazing. Wait, watch how
0: passionate that you get. Something. Boy, you saran wrap one toilet seat and all of a this sudden you're good. labeled for life. Grizz,
3: you know
1: how you feel about Disney? Okay, we have to just be careful. All right, go ahead, TK.
3: <laughs> there goes our cease and desist letters. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of editing coming your way. Right, so uh, someone put up a wonderfully drawn uh, RPG cover for she the RPG. I learned mm-hmm. a lot this week about uh, just how not inclusive RPGs are to female leads. So, uh, on top of the game I'll be discussing that I got to play Sunday, which I'm now super in love with because DC's, D6 represent <laughs> uh,
0: I'm getting that tattoo vibe.
1: Like, yeah, I feel like you need like a hand signal too, you know? <laughs> like, i just raise up your D6. chest. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm getting it drawn up, DK. I swear.
3: It turns out this whole thing was, it was over. 5,000 people who were interested in this game that was not a game. They revealed later that, oh, no, this was a hoax. I mentioned to uh, Joff, Albear, like, if this is a hoax, I will personally build this game. You name the system, I'll build it. Fate. Actually, uh, it's going to be based off the Forged in Darkness system. Ooh.
1: Nice. Tell us a little more about that for those who don't know.
3: A Forged in Darkness is a D6 system, that is actually really oh. surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can no longer talk about any other system unless it's a D6 system. You know, like you're copyrighted in it. Right? someday we're gonna look
0: at a D12 and be like, my god, what
3: Typecasted. is that? <laughs> oh, it'll be like, so it does exist. <laughs> 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 uh, it is another. It's a narrative-based system uh, that most famously has Blades in the Dark which is a really fun game because it gives you a chance to kind of make a heist. You're as a character in the game, your job is to complete whatever job you're given. Mm-hmm. If it's a one shot, it's a single job, but if it's a campaign, you can actually go deeper into the role set, go in the factions, different gangs, traumas that can occur like, you know, you got hit over the head with a frying pan, so you have a minus to a specific role. Like, uh, you're hit over the head with a frying pan now. All of a sudden, uh, you don't care that there's a 60-foot drop in front of you and you just have a pillowcase. You're going to try parachuting it.
2: Wow.
1: Ah.
3: So extreme. <laughs> well, that's that's if I run a game, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need but- the normal rules, TK. What would people expect if they were playing it?
3: Uh, If they were playing and hit trauma, uh, the trauma list, trauma conditions, uh, which can occur after you suffer four trauma points that do make a minus one to your roll. If you get multiple traumas, you can become wanted. At four traumas, you go to jail. Jeez. Why wouldn't you go to the hospital? that's an option actually during downtime <laughs> there you go but I guess the creators are assuming most people aren't going to do
0: that yeah it's you know boring sitting there waiting for the doctor
3: <laughs> and you have to roll during downtime to see let's say during your downtime grades you're like alright I got a shot and stabbed I'm now suffering two trauma points I'm going to go to the hospital well let's say you roll a roll your d6 you get a 4 not bad, not necessarily good. They fix one of the things. Like, all right, we could fix your uh, being shot and stabbed, but we can't fix the fact that your ribs have been broken because you were shot and stabbed. <laughs>
0: no, Legacy wounds.
3: You still have an effect on you until that's been corrected.
0: You roll a three and, oh, you moved in the MRI machine. <laughs> you got to wait around a little bit longer.
3: You rolled a three. I forgot to take off your bracelet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're now pinned to the top of the machine <laughs>
3: the next five rounds you're just stuck there while the text driving you're, why is he stuck there
0: <laughs> fighting a goblin with one hand and tied to the MRM machine with the other
3: uh, it, it has a lot of what I really like about it is the cooperative system it built so you can actually help your colleague your pl- fellow players do a thing So let's say uh you're in a library and CA is trying to intimidate somebody because you're looking for a overdue book you can make a roll to help her do that if you have the requisite skill like you have intimidate and CA has intimidate you can both roll and combine your rolls to get a better outcome so let's say CA rolls a 4 and you roll a 1 now you have a 5 which is better than, you know, a one or a four. Sure. Now your, your outcome's a little bit better. Now that person's going to tell you, oh, uh, the book was checked out by Joe Schmo last week. And this is his address. But if you both rolled a one and a one, they're like, yeah, I don't know who took it, but um, I'm calling the cops now. That's intense. <laughs> 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 I... I... <laughs>
1: Is there any happiness in this game? Uh,
3: In the version I'm making, yes. But in this one, it's very dark grip. I mean, it's called Blades in the Dark. You can... Leveling is really interesting. You don't just level. You level by completing things. You get an XP point. And each XP point you get, you can put into something. Like, let's say... Like, oh, um, I overcame this challenge by hot wiring this car. You now have an XP point... Two vehicles or XP point to drive, but c a knocked someone out because you know they they looked at her funny or you know took an un, a picture while she was not yet ready for work yet, and, you know still has her hair up and curlers and stuff, so she just decks them she would get a point towards <laughs> any of the attacks attack skill sets you can have.
0: It's like you've known each other for thirty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have gone with staller chips, or you know, it walked off with the cheese dip. So I'm gonna take a penalty on you
3: know one of my rolls, but I-, I want to somehow harm them for stealing my chips and cheese.
1: <laughs> oh yay! Chips and cheese. That's what I was eating, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell because I muted it But that's what i that <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome ear holes everywhere
0: <laughs> Isn't it a devil's bargain Two guys and one girl <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I think I heard that somewhere I,
3: in college I don't think we
1: can talk about that video yeah. just uh, so. that's, a, that's an after hours uh, Yes <laughs> That's not a Patreon but, no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: The starting stuff's all online for free If you just want to get the basics of it Off uh,
0: bladesinthedark.com. That's nice.
3: Mm -hmm. They set it up so you can really just pick it up and roll with
0: it. Now you started off by saying that you were in some sort of gang, right? And you have to (laughs) like break and enter into like banks and stuff like that. Yes. So are all of the mechanics related to you know like thievery and and you know sleight of hand and stuff like that?
3: Some are, depending on the GM. Like there's. A thing called uh, obstacle clocks, and Ooh. these allow you to. These kind of allow the GM to set a difficulty for you. So let's say okay. you have a a simple obstacle is on a clock. It's just like a four pies, like just circle cut and mm-hmm. four. And you're trying to break into this bank, but there's a sleeping security guard. Well, you're you have to sneak past them. So it's a simple Kind of thing. He's asleep. Sure. You would roll your <laughs> dice to see if you could fill up that progress clock. If you roll, if everybody rolls well, you fill it up. You complete the challenge. Then they go to like oh, that's really, fun. Really complex things. Like uh, you could have uh, like the biggest clock is eight slices, linked to a three clock, linked to an eight clock, and it gives these very complex rules for that. I was like that's a lot of checks to roll but it also helps build the narrative of the story like what's CA doing what's Grizz doing You, know, Zainar, wherever you are what are you doing I mean are you, are you trying to stop that train before it rolls by
0: and wakes up the guard so you, if you're sneaking past a sleeping guard let's say that um, you know, there's eight, 8 pieces of that particular pie so if I roll a 6 does that mean that I covered 6 of those 8 pieces and then everybody else just has to roll a cumulative 2
3: uh, they would have to roll either a four, five, or a six. A six. Why mean, I rolled a six. A six is the best. Yep, you you got the best outcome of it. So you're right. gone by unseen. A one through three is a horrible failure. So if they rolled a one, well,
0: I guess would- my question is: so you said that there was a pie and that each of the slices has to be filled in, right? Right.
3: With a successful roll
0: oh okay
3: So, so the... see I
0: was thinking like if I roll a 6 and you roll a 2 that's like the 8 pieces that we need to slip by the bad guy
3: oh, no, as opposed won't...
0: to if we all rolled ones or you know <laughs> and, and didn't get that 8 <laughs> then we we would fail oh, no. that and something funny would happen
3: <laughs> No, that's like, if I already rolled ones it's like okay this is like uh, when CA rolled a 3 nat ones in a row followed by me rolling 3 nat ones oh. in a row yeah but that's the it's thing so if you're trying day. to slip
0: by the guard the first three people they all roll sixes everybody's excited the last guy rolls a one and now we have to do battle because this one guy messed up oh no <laughs> you could you could fully leave that guy there you're like sorry <laughs> <That's> <laughs> never wake up the party see you later oh, I'm having trouble leave you behind I'm having yeah. trouble enjoying this particular RPG <laughs> or you tried.
3: you tried let's say if you get a six you could say okay uh because like most D6 games, there are fate points. You could say, uh, you know, Bill has been rolling real bad tonight. I want to use a point so his next roll doesn't suck. If okay. he rolls a two or three, I'd like to give him you know, advantage. You would roll, and let's say you roll another six. You would give him advantage on his next roll. So if he rolled a one, you would give him a plus two then somebody else could add on to that role to help him out hmm. so you would you could do what I would do like all right Bill you're staying here and fighting that guard we're gonna go steal the money we came here to steal
0: <laughs> or you keep could, him occupied
3: you could be nice <laughs> yeah and that occupy could be hey um, just do a puppet show or something he's a, he's sleeping on the job call his boss <laughs>
0: we promised to give you your share
3: <laughs> if Bill believes that well this sounds very know. interesting it really is it's it's fun to play I love. I like GMing it because I was with a good group like all games you have a good group it does work out really well
0: hmm. yeah Fallout 76 is a hellscape unless you have real decent people
3: or do you just solo it until you know Friends, log in.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yes. The rant is coming. Yes. <laughs> I was saving it the for The train birdie. is pulling into the station? No,
1: it's a save for Bertie. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> All no, right. Wait. Tune in next week when we rant yes, endlessly about Fallout 76. <laughs> 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 Starting with Why Can't I Reach the Gopher? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's still on the map. <laughs> I I don't even go that far.
1: It's so sad. Can you even see the gopher? No, like when, he's I behind didn't... a hill. Oh. Yeah. That's the worst. I'm At convinced it'll be see future it. DLC. Yes.
0: <laughs> Cup of tea for the big fella Come on! Don't be silly, Mickey. Offer the man a proper drink, all right?
2: Tea time. Yay, tea
0: Welcome to Tea Time, tea the portion of our show where we check these so-called facts on the underside of a popular beverage tea brand. Uh, I will read the question and wait for your response. Everybody ready? Ready.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready.
0: Snapcap fact number 357. A baboon is a variety of lemon.
3: L E M O N. L E M O N. Spell Baboon.
0: B A B Double <gasps>
3: like, I uh, like a baboon. Correct. I feel like this is a trick question.
1: Tea time makes my head hurt.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Quick, eat some <laughs> chips. <laughs> false.
0: <laughs> uh. Eat
3: some chips. <laughs> uh. I want to say false, because that just sounds weird.
0: Two falses. Okay. Yay. And the answer is true. Da. So it turns out there are at least 25 different varieties of lemon, of which baboon is one. Interesting. Uh, they are grown exclusively in South America, uh, mostly in Brazil. Uh, and they are what are known as an heirloom uh, lemon variety. Uh, and the word heirloom, as you know, it pertains to gardening, uh, means that they're old school lemons. They have not been genetically engineered in any way. So, there you go. Fun fact, the name Baboon, uh, as in the monkey, uh, mm-hmm. comes from the ancient Egyptian god, Bobby, um, who was one of the gods of the underworld, uh, who sent back deceased ancestors in the form of baboons. Interesting. That's just mean.
1: Yeah, meanie.
0: Well, the idea apparently was that baboons are very human-like in their interactions with the world. They'll steal food and whatnot, and so... Um, the, the ancient Egyptians in trying to understand how these odd creatures are so human-like assume that they were deceased ancestors who were trapped in these bodies
2: hmm.
0: and just to be even more interesting it turns out that Bobby the God uh, every time that you see him in hieroglyphics <laughs> he has a massive erection oh my god <laughs> and his erection is so long and so sturdy that he actually uses it as a mast on his boat wow this is so extreme. <laughs> He's very proud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but does he have a point of blank? I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, except it's vertical. <laughs> Snapcap fact number 1020. Uh, DFW Airport in Texas is larger than the island of Manhattan. Manhattan
1: comes up a lot. It's like they... You'd think they'd make the snap caps there.
0: Mm. True. I think they make the snap caps in Jersey.
3: Joy is they? True. All right. Me. I'll say true because uh, Manhattan's, an, I don't think it's that overly large.
0: And we're besties. I can confirm that Manhattan <laughs> is not that large. Yes. And the answer is true.
1: Yay. Yay. We won something. <laughs>
0: uh, for those of you who don't know, DFW <laughs> Airport is Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, International Airport uh, in Texas. Uh, DFW Airport size, 27 square miles, which is 70 square kilometers for nils. And Manhattan (laughs) Island is 22.8 square miles, uh, 59.1 square kilometers. Uh, So the airport is actually slightly larger.
1: What about for Paul in Australia?
0: Uh, I'd have to flip my monitor upside down. (laughs) (laughs)
1: We'll get back to you paul i'll dm you
0: fun fact <laughs> the largest airport in the united states is denver international airport uh, at a whopping 54 square miles which is exactly yeah. twice the size of dfw that's insane Snapcap fact number 198 the u.s is the largest country named after a real person and then in parentheses they wrote amerigo vespucci
3: I feel like this is one of the things we were taught in school that might be wrong, but... Uh. Uh, false.
0: Okay. I'll go with false.
2: Mm.
0: All right. And the answer is false. Yay! Yay. Woo! We're learning things. So, Amerigo Vespucci was an actual person. He was an explorer and a map maker, uh, And he was the first person to prove definitively that the new world was not part of Asia. However, though the United States of America technically bears his name, we are the United States of America, not America. America is the landmass. It's North, Central, and South America make up this continent that we all live on. Well. Together.
2: (laughs) Forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little tired. Good. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, So since we are the United States, uh, that technically would be false. Now, um, for those of you who are wondering, uh, we are, in fact, the fourth largest country on the planet in terms of size. So uh, the countries that beat us, Russia, which is named after the Rus tribe. uh, Canada, which is an Iroquois word, Kanata, uh, meaning village, which we've talked about here on this podcast before. And then there's China, whose name is unknown. So even if you wanted to argue that uh, since we since some of us refer to America as America, uh, that, you know, that would count uh, because we don't know where China's name came from. It could actually be after a real person, but we don't know. Uh, so that would be impossible for us to you know, adjudicate. And so which case that would be a huh? Um, if it was by population, because, again, the cap does not specify what we're the largest at. Um, we are the third largest in population behind China and India. China, we already discussed. India is named after Indus, uh, which derives from Hindush, uh, the Persian word for the Indus River. Uh, so that gives you a full breakdown of everything that could possibly be about this cap. <laughs> <laughs> Snapcap fact number 112. At birth, a Dalmatian is always pure white.
1: Uh, not in the Disney movie. True. I don't think. Are they a Disney movie? Are they white in the
3: Disney movie? I'm going to go with true. I'm gonna, hopefully I'm right.
1: I'm pretty sure in the Disney. Maybe it's true in the Disney movie. Yes, it's true in the Disney movie. It's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's not true outside of this fictitious world.
3: but. Which Disney movie? The one with Hugh Laurie or the animated one?
1: The Dalmatians. Oh, no, the animated one. The first one. Because she hates them because they're foul little white things that don't have spots. So she pushes them away. Well done. chris answer the question. There's a bonus <laughs> point coming. <someone's laughs> <wife>. Yes. <laughs> is it a negative bonus point because it's Disney?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is true.
2: Yay. Yay.
0: Uh, generally speaking, the spots appear about three to four weeks after birth. Fun fact, Dalmatian spots don't have to be black. Uh really? Your choices are black, brown, lemon, blue, or tricolor.
3: Now, are we talking There's a American lemon or are we
0: talking... <clears throat> bang- baboon lemon? Uh, baboon lemon,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a lemon spot on a Dalmatian?
0: You'll have to Google it. L- lemon Dalmatians
1: fascinating oh that's cool so it is it's like a light colored lemon
0: (laughs) it's good good to know you're cheating
2: that's not cheating i already answered
1: the question (laughs) right i answered it i don't remember no
0: (laughs) they're so cute snapchat fact number 978 george washington feared being buried alive well
3: true true that seems like a fear that most people had back then
1: yeah and they had like that little bell that was like on the outside of their coffins with a string attached down into it so that in case Whoa, they were buried alive they looking could for another half it. point
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna win <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is true Yay. yes Tophophobia is fear of being buried alive and I don't know why TK said back then, because people are still fearing being buried alive today. In my entire life, I've yet to hear anybody say, you know what I'm eager for? Being buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you're,
3: you, you know, but there was those magicians who were buried alive. It ended badly. That's true. But they still were buried alive. There was an entire Mythbusters episode about it.
0: Oh, now I gotta download MythBusters. For what it's worth, you want a dome-shaped coffin if you're going to be buried underground. You do not want a flat-lid coffin. If you're going to be buried alive as a magician. If you're dead, oh, okay. what do you give a shit?
2: <laughs> I was like,
1: Why
0: do let I let the care? worms in? Goddammit, that's what they're dead. there for.
3: What they? <laughs> they. I watched that like a YouTube video of that earlier today. Actually, it was kind of funny. it's like, Huh? They're gonna crush that dummy. Yep. Buster's crushed under four tons of dirt. Oh, my God.
0: Snapcat fact number 377. Disco, quote, quote, means, quote, I learn, quote, in Latin.
3: Disco? Quote, quote. I'm trying to remember my Latin.
1: I would
0: not know this. So it's disco, discere, didici, and did, discitus.
1: I do not know. Uh, I will say true.
0: Okay.
3: I'm going to say false.
1: Oh, no, no are Parting ways.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to remember my Latin. I don't remember disco ever coming up. And the answer is true. Ah. Oh. <laughs>
0: So, for those of you who were thinking <laughs> disco as in discotech, as in the type of music, so on and so forth, uh, that has nothing to do with anything. Latin does have the word disco, uh, which does mean I learn. Um, there are multiple words in Latin uh, that mean to learn. Uh, nosco, nosco, spelled with a G at the beginning, and disco uh, all mean the same thing. And then finally, Snapcap fact number one, two, three, four. <laughs> the flamingo <laughs> can only eat when its head is upside down.
1: I thought upside down? I thought they they had to go up. They, don't they have to look up to the... No, that's... Pelicans have to look up, right? Yeah, pelicans have to look up.
3: I've never upside seen down. a flamingo eat.
1: Grzix loves flamingos. We have to do him right. Um... I feel like what they eat makes them pink, right?
0: Uh, that is correct. Uh, flamingos is eat several different things, but pr- most prominently, they eat algae and shrimp.
1: I feel like you don't have to be upside down to eat a shrimp, for heaven's sakes.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say true.
1: So maybe they they stick their head in the water and kind of scoop it up. So that's why it's upside down. All right, I'm going with true. They're scooping. All right. Tk was true as well.
0: Yep,
3: true.
0: And the answer is true. Yay! Yes, scooping. (laughs) (laughs) So flamingos are filter feeders. They stir up a bunch of crap on the bottom of the water with their feet, then they slam their heads into the water upside down, (laughs) and filter through their um, uh, you know the things in their mouth. Whatever it is that they would normally eat Um, algae, shrimp, sometimes things like worms, you know, that sort of stuff. They can eat actually a a great number of things. However, unlike most filter birds, the filter is on the top of their beak. And so they have to eat upside down because if they eat right side up, the water just pours out of the bottom of their mouth because the filter is on the other side. Oh. Uh, This is part of the reason why uh, flamingos are so social. You always see flamingos in flocks. Very rarely do you see a flamingo by itself. And that's because when you jam your head in the water, you are incredibly vulnerable (laughs) to predators. So uh, the other flamingos warn you if you are currently eating, you know, by making noise or whatever, uh, so that you can run away or fly away.
1: And you said flocks?
0: Flocks of flamingos
1: remember that TK (laughs) write it down and Um, grave it into your mind I don't
3: remember because this could be something weird like a flock of flamingos is actually called like a a perch of
1: flamingos (laughs) like a group
3: of flamingos is called a perch flocks of flamingos are called candy (laughs) canes true (laughs) oh my god they're called golf golf clubs I hate myself (laughs) so bad (laughs) although flamingos Mm. are now the most metal bird ever just slamming their head into the water
0: Oh, totally. It's pretty hardcore. Uh, Fun fact, flamingos eat highly salty foods um, of varying types. As such, flamingos can't drink the water where they are eating because it's too salty. So they have a separate place where they have to fly in order to get a drink of water.
3: Huh. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of work.
0: (laughs) So salty. Very complex life they lead.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they all fly together? Because I've never seen one by itself. Yes. They stay
0: together in packs.
1: (laughs) I'm thirsty. All right, guys. (laughs)
0: Let's
3: go. (laughs) All right, let's go 60 miles west so we can get Bill some water. Because he didn't listen and get water before we left.
1: It's a shame they don't have, like, a water storage system inside Mm. their bodies. A
0: flamingo with a hump. (laughs) Inconvenient. Yes. Mm. Uh, We have to devise flamingo camo packs. (laughs) And so, by a final score of seven to six, CA wins.
1: Yay! Yay. Woo.
0: Got those bonus points. Well done. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: David, what? In the box.
3: What did you say? In the box. Oh, that's the intercostal cavity of a brontosaurus. Oh, really? Oh it's just no bone.
0: Yes, Susan, it's just an old bone. Put it down gently and go away. And now it's time for what's in the box.
3: What's in the what's box? In the box?
1: <laughs> as long
0: as the dog face minored <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh.
0: When you finally make it back to camp, uh, you find that Molly and Minnie have denuded the entire area of grass and are lounging about on the bare earth, stuffed to capacity. As you approach, they look at you with confusion, clearly having expected you to be carrying a significant number of boxes. You explain the events of the morning to Molly, and she makes a poofy sound, which may be because of the quarter acre of grass she just consumed,
1: or I'm m- sorry, I would like to request the poofy sound. <laughs> a poofy sound.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you may proceed. <laughs> Which may be because of the quarter acre of grass she consumed, or maybe some reverse snort of derision. Either way, you can feel her disappointment. Regardless of the mood, the lot of you need supplies. Obviously, the yaks are now well fed, but your stomach is grumbling. Having spent two days rescuing the yaks, plus two more days escaping by boat and finding Big Red's camp, food, water, and other necessities are running low. In addition, you need to keep moving. Surely the local authorities have been made aware of the stolen boat you left behind and are probably on the lookout for one high-class adventurer and two eerily similar yaks. Consulting the map that you stole, you see that there is a small trader's bazaar about a half-day's walk from your location. You pack up your camp, your party crosses back over to Big Red side of the stream, and then you follow that stream in the direction of the bazaar just before sundown the lot of you finally make it to your destination the bazaar is a beautiful and colorful bouquet of tents ringed by a procession of traders wagons there are all manner of goods for sale there are ample apples from Altrea. there are beautiful baubles from barstow there are casual clothes from caslow city but most interestingly There are deceptive disguises from dark town draperies. Sure, you need some food, but prison gruel isn't exactly your cup of tea. And the best way to avoid the slammer is to make sure that any cops who are looking for you casually walk right on by. You plunk down a trivial sum and purchase from the shadowy disguise master three of her most convincing disguises. For yourself, the classic little old lady complete with frazzled white hair, cane, and an aural amplifier, which basically looks like a French horn without the knobby bits. (laughs) And for the yaks, what yaks? Oh, you mean my two horses here. My two horses who have long ears, like horses have. Yeah, (laughs) we're all good now. (laughs) But while you're wrapping up, you find a surprise. In one of the horse costume boxes, which is the size of a very shallow suitcase made of cardboard and adorned with a Darktown Draperies logo, is something that you suspect the vendor didn't realize she was selling you. Does being dressed like an old woman mean you have to walk around hunched over like Quasimodo? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> is Minimall eating one of her more expensive than average fake ears? Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to return the mistakenly included object because you're a good and decent person? We don't know what it is yet. My question for you is this. What's in the box?
3: What's in the, What's box? In the box?
1: You want me to go first, TK, yeah, or you want to
3: go you, first? You go first, CA.
1: Duh! You find a bucket. Bucket in the box. A shape of an octagon.
0: An octagonal Bucket.
1: With a thick brush made of yak fiber.
0: What's with the bucket? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> with a, <laughs> It's an octagon bucket with a thick brush made of yak fiber.
0: So there's a brush in the bucket.
1: There's a brush and a bucket.
0: Okay. So Molly kind of nudges your hand and whines. <laughs> I think she recognizes an old friend. No. <laughs>
1: There were no yak deaths <laughs> made during the creation of this. These are
0: synthetic yak fibers. Yes. very, very Made synthet- in the lab. Totally, <laughs> totally sanitary. Mainly wolf. Uh-huh. wolf. <laughs> so, what makes a yakki brush better than, say, uh, one that's made out of uh, horsehair or something like that?
1: It's a lot softer. Okay. So you could do like soft brushing if you wanted to. It's not like a coarse feeling to it or anything
0: like that. It's not hard. Good for hardwood floors or your wife? Oh,
2: my God. uh, Unless you don't have a wife, in which case a husband.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why is the bucket octagonal?
1: Somebody said, hey, look how cool this is. I can make an octagonal
3: (laughs) bucket. Is the bucket made out of wood?
1: (laughs) No. Uh, the bucket is made. It, it looks like pearl. Ah. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: So, if I brush my hair with it, does anything
0: happen?
1: You smell like yak.
0: <laughs> it's a good disguise.
1: <laughs> and Molly loves you now.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so is it for yak catchers? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no yaks were captured with the in the making of this podcast.
1: No, they're very much free.
0: (laughs) Is there any inscriptions on the bucket?
1: Uh, You do see uh, magical symbols on the bucket.
0: Oh, it's a magic bucket. (laughs) Will it scrub itself? I mean, will it scrub by itself?
1: (laughs) No, the bucket does not scrub itself. (laughs) But the symbols are etched. uh, It looks like a a neon blue color um, in each of the octagonal um, sides.
0: All right, so I read them aloud. (laughs) what happens
1: the top of the bucket opens up and slides over and then what you see appears to be sparkling cosmic paint that's swirling around by itself just a bunch of dark blues and purples and white
0: the bucket has a lid
1: yeah it's a bucket
0: so no handle (laughs) if i take the brush and i dip it in the paint if I were to like paint on the wall, would anything special happen?
1: What are you thinking about?
0: Uh baboon lemons.
1: <laughs> so as you paint on the wall, you see like a it looks like you're painting like a door. Okay. Frame. And if you were to walk through the frame, it would take you to the outdoors where there are baboon lemons growing. Ah. So mm. cool. Yes. So it's a paint it a portal. To- <laughs> yes. However, the problem is if you think of a door you'd like to walk through that exists in another place, you'd be fine. You could walk through that door and that would be great. If you just picture a location, then a door will show up in the middle of the forest randomly and that door stays there and can't be closed unless you have like a powerful level 20 spell to close it. So you have to be careful where you use this Because anyone can go in and go ah. out of it Once it's built And it could look random if you're thinking of a forest There's this random door that's there
0: <laughs> So you stop so. by your mother's house And then all of a sudden goblins start pouring <laughs> through the door
1: Exactly So you have to be very careful how you use it
0: I like that mm-hmm. Alright all right, TK Do you have a can with no lid?
3: <laughs> no uh, With a handle <laughs> As you, you, put the, you put the paint away Uh You see, there is uh, what looks like a nicely folded envelope made of leather inside, and it has a little button, and around that button is some cord. What's an envelope?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It (laughs) took the words right out of my mouth.
1: (laughs) Hmm. And there's a cord coming out of the
3: envelope? Uh, The cord sealing it, like those wrappy envelopes, like the accordion envelopes, but this one's very nicely folded leather with a little button holding all the leather together and a cord wrapped around that to keep it from coming
0: apart. It's a will and testament. Hmm. All right. Uh, From the outside, is there any um, engravings or markings or anything like that? No, but it does look very old. Like, it has some weathering to it. It has some... Looks like an old catcher's mitt?
3: Older than that. Kind of like an old uh, missive from, you know, the 12th century. Uh, The envelope unfolds. And inside, you see a small, roughly four inch by four inch black cube.
0: There's a cube in the envelope?
3: (laughs) It's perfect. Does it like pop up like a pop up book? No, it is perfectly flat.
1: And it's not a D6. I'm surprised.
0: (laughs) It's a satchel of holding. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So, um, is the cube magical?
1: It is. I don't want to roll the magical cube from the envelope.
0: That's best because with your propensity for rolling ones, uh, we'll be in serious trouble. <laughs> yes,
1: the cosmic <laughs> ending to this uh, would be. Even TK's okay.
0: boxes are a D6 system. <laughs> well,
3: this is this is not oh, a cube's a bad way to put it. It's a square. It's perfectly flat.
0: Oh.
1: It's a cube. It's a flat cube. So it's like drawn on something. No, Or it's uh, just a cube that's flat. It's
3: just a flattened cube that's sitting in the envelope.
0: You could lift it up if you want. Is it broken in that, like, maybe it was stomped at some point? No, it's supposed to be flat.
3: Okay. If I blow on it, it doesn't,
1: like, pop up like a, like no. a blow-up die. Okay. Um, if I take it and I just lay it on a flat surface, does anything happen?
3: Uh, you see, 60 feet away from you, Whoa. exactly, like, just perfectly 60 feet away, something... There. If you, you can feel the breeze from that location, you can smell the
0: food that's cooking. So whatever I'm looking at through the frame of the cube is what I can smell and experience. Yes. You can also travel through it.
1: You Weird. can travel?
0: Th- you can climb through the cube? Yes. As long as it's on <laughs> Chris, a flat surface. Climb
1: through the tube. Climb through the tube.
0: There's a lot of teleportation in this particular week's so What's in the Box. Mm. Okay, I'm
1: going to climb in there. <laughs> how do i climb it it's, i mean it's you pretty just small
3: walk as soon as you put one foot in you're transported to where Hi. the other side mm-hmm.
1: the other side how ominous <laughs> i'm gonna eat chicken
3: and uh <laughs> grizz i guess you still have the envelope if you look at the bottom of it, it says made by acme
0: <laughs> all right well that's good to know it is Sure. Should I, do I have to come back? Is when that, we put it up on eBay, that's the kind of detail that yes. people like to know. It says yes.
3: uh, there's also a note in there. This is not for coyote use. Oh, that's
1: good. <laughs> I take my chicken and I come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: now, will the cube stay behind? No, it will
3: open up another portal where you're going. If you pick it up from the other side, it disappears from where it originally was.
0: So you have to reach back through for your cube.
3: No, you can just pick it right up off the ground or wherever. Like, if you think, like, I just want to get through this wall and you know what's on the other side, you can just slap it up on a wall, step through, and peel it off like a sticker.
1: That's
0: cool. So it's a porta portal Yeah. I stick it to Griswicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happens then? Can she walk yes. through me? Yes. Yes. Can she cool. reach back through? Hey, Chris, yeah. watch what I can do. Boop. It is a,
3: a portable, <laughs> it's essentially a portable white hole.
0: That's funny. These are some tough choices.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: My options are porta portal or porta portal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, one I have a bucket.
0: And no, you had <laughs> porta portal number one came with a yakky brush. And so that's got to be my winner.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yakky brush. Congratulations, CA. Yay!
0: Yay. So now it's time to wrap up our show. Normally we would ask our guest if there's anything coming up, but do you guys have anything coming up?
3: Uh, other than
1: all the things, creating a new
3: game,
2: <laughs>
1: being in a new game. What's your new game?
3: Creating a new game.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Stay tuned. We'll update you.
3: <laughs> Follow uh, the hashtag Princesses in the Dark on Twitter, and you'll see all the updates for. It.
1: So, Arc City's out.
0: Yes. 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 I just tweeted that today as a matter of fact.
1: Did you listen to it? Yes.
0: Amazing. Very good.
1: <laughs>
0: the voiceover work is so good.
1: So good. So good. And TK and I we actually have um, some recordings that we send sent over to Empire that they're gonna be using for Arc City also.
0: If he needs a Swedish chef, you let me know. <laughs>
1: I can't do it like you can. So, <laughs> I try. We well, have to tune
0: in Arc City, uh, season eight, episode twelve, where the Swedish <laughs> Chef stops by for a little bit.
3: No one's sure how the Swedish Chef got there. Lawful Good day's like, what, what
0: huh? <laughs> if you guys want to check out Arc City, you do not have to uh, rummage through my Twitter account to find the link. You can just go to www.arccity.us. Uh, arc is spelled A-R-K-C-I-T-Y.
3: Yep, and it's totally worth it. Do the thing. Oh, thanks.
0: Um, I also want to put a general reminder out there. We now have our episodes coming out on Saturdays as opposed to on Fridays. Um, That started last week, and we will continue that henceforth. So just in case you were wondering why this wasn't out yesterday. Um, Also, this weekend is Wizard World in St. Louis. And for those of you who happen to be in the area, our good friend Xboshi has a code that you can use to receive 20% off of your tickets. Uh, the code is Xboshi, uh, XB0SHI3X.
3: And she will be there, I believe, on uh, today, when you're listening to this, doing uh, some of her cosplay work, you know, hanging out with folks.
0: Uh, the day this comes out is Saturday the 6th.
3: Yep, she'll- and
1: their cosplay is amazing. You definitely should check out their Twitter page.
3: Yes. Uh, we're not sure mm-hmm. which one she's doing because she asked at Discord and on Twitter. And then I accidentally broke her brain. I was like, why not both?
1: <laughs> so cool. Like,
3: make a, a bow, you know, Elseworld cosplay.
0: <laughs> do you guys want to do Gen Con?
1: I want to do Gen Con. Yes. So... We have been approved for the Thread Raiders podcast to be a part of a panel. Yay. Nice. Yes. So David and Amara from Empire or Steel Empire will be a part of it as well. And David is going to be our EMCE. Is that how you say EMCE? MC. 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 I'm so excited. And Mets Girl is also part of it as well for the Beholders Eye podcast. And Sam will be joining us oh, nice. as well. Yes. And I told him he had to bring his pet rat.
3: Because
1: <laughs> 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 it's very important. It's so freaking adorable. So cute. And they'll be also talking about the service despot, I'm sure, as well, while they're there. So get very excited. And this will be the, our very first panel for anything for Thread Raiders. So this is a huge deal. I can't wait. I'm a little nervous.
0: <laughs> you need somebody at the front door handing out cards.
1: Yes. And like flick them like they do in Vegas when they
0: hand them
3: out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just flick and swish. Flick and swish.
0: He I takes an fl- eye out and <laughs> now you can see. <laughs> <Flick and> swish. <laughs> Somehow somebody's <laughs>
3: levitating. No one knows how to get them down. So he's <laughs> like, I didn't even say the words.
0: <laughs> and with that thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to our show we hope that you enjoyed it uh, we also want to thank our sponsor Tabletop Loot if you use the code Thread Raiders at checkout you receive a 10% discount off of your order and we also want to thank our other sponsor Founders Coffee uh, for a really great cup Yay. of coffee in the morning you can go to founderscoffee.us um, are, do, are they still having their sale now or they are very cool mm-hmm uh, so now would be a great time if you never tried it before uh you get yourself a discounted cup of coffee it's very good Num. and then we also want to thank our other sponsor rpg Yay. kitchen
2: Yay. Welcome.
0: be sure to check out their patreon page uh, to see all of the great things that they're offering
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we are now part of the steel empire network uh, which includes us a quest for magic and steel and arc city If you enjoyed our show, please give us a tweet to help us spread the word. And for more information on the Thread Raiders, you can go to threadraiders.com where you'll find links to all of our social media properties, including Facebook, Discord, etc., etc., etc.